Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby. I'm Gwen. Hi! Hi! It's the podcast time. Hello! (laughs) It's the podcast. Hi! How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm feeling feeling good about these episodes. I'm feeling good about uh, about just, uh, just being here. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean... But, you know, before we get into our episodes, what, what have you been up to this last what, week or so? Fucking criminy. Um, not a whole lot. Damn, you're, you're slacking off. I can't believe this. I know, well, I'm not slacking off. That's why I haven't done a whole lot of fun stuff. Uh, okay, all right, all right. I mean, I know we've we've both been watching an anime that we can't talk about on this one, but... uh yeah. You know, and and you know, like I, I I've just been doing a lot of other work with like Twitch stuff, and like I have a comic coming, so like you know, hmm, it's it's a busy time. You don't always you don't always get to watch anime that isn't Naruto. Or, yeah, it's uh, a yeah, it's a busy time, and I'm a busy bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have shit going on in my life, evidently. So I've 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 done some stuff. Nice. Um, you want you want to talk about it? I do actually. I mean, yeah. Let me let me. I guess I guess the first thing I want to talk about is I watched the Netflix original anime, Vampire in the Garden. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, it's all right. Um, you know, I, I guess, like, the main the main draw is, like, the character designs are by Tetsuya Nishio, and, like, you know, he did a lot of supervision on the whole show. Um, Tetsuya Nishio, if you're not familiar, is one of the character designers on Naruto. So the whole show looks very much like Naruto, often to like a greater extent than like the episodes we watched we watched this week did like just in terms of like what i see in my head when i think about what naruto looks like interesting um right like it, it, it all looks very much like here's the like cast of like a naruto movie that aren't the usual naruto characters and so uh-huh. anytime the fucking orange cake could show up and like do a rustling and like a special rustling and then he does only <laughs> once um, wow but uh, it's like i don't know it's it's um I, I won't pretend I didn't have a good time with it, but it's also kind of a mess. Uh, mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. Do, yeah, do I say do I say this sort of thing a lot? <laughs> no, it's just... Don't worry about it. Okay, I won't worry about it. Um, I mean, like, it's it's about, like, there's a... There's, like, a, there's like a world that's, like, a, there's a war between vampires and humans in this world. And, like, you know, there's a girl, like, a human girl who's in the human city... And she's like in the the army or whatever, but also uh, she. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm I'm explaining this very poorly. Okay, okay, right right off the bat, is it gay? Um, like kinda, but like okay. you know, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, hey, if you want something gay, go go right for this, right? But there's like sure, a, there's sure, like a sure, vampire sure. girl and there's a human girl and there's like some sweet scenes between them, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's the like, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. It's, Hold on. Where, where the fuck was I? Right. Um, she's, she's in the human military, and uh, in, the, in human society, uh, nobody has, like, art or music or anything. Uh, they're like, that's vampire shit. We don't want it. Just li- live and don't do shit other than, like, be in our human military or whatever. Go to work in our, like, garbage processing plant where we just destroy, like, musical instruments and radios en masse. It's, it's all very... Uh, it's very broad and kind of silly and, like, a little bit young adult novel feeling at times. Um, it should have been gay. <laughs> you know, it's a... Uh, <laughs> if, if, if somebody wanted to describe it as gay, I wouldn't fault them for that. It's just, you know. Anyway, you know, and, and then she, she meets, like, a vampire girl. And the vampire girl's kind of, like, kind of getting over, like, a human that she used to know who, like, died. And, uh, you know, they, they, they go on the run together and they go to various other places where there's, like, other dynamics between vampires and humans. You know, they go to a town that's like, oh, here's, like, half the town is the vampire half and half the town is the human half. And they, like, meet in the middle to, like, exchange blood for money. Um, and it's, okay. it's just a lot of, like, go into various places and then, like, the places kind of explode as they have to leave. And go somewhere else. And, uh, you know, none of these places are, like, super strongly defined. They're all very loosely painted. They're all kind of relying on, like, pretty broad tropes. But um, it's really carried by the fact that the show just looks really good. Like, the uh, the environments are all, uh, like, visually depicted, like, very stunningly. There's a great sense of, like, lighting. And uh, I think the, the character art is, like, consistently excellent throughout. There's a lot of, like, really fantastic animation. 
Um, yeah, I'm looking at some images, and it looks so much like Naruto. <laughs> it looks so much like Naruto, right? It's kind of stunning. Um, you know, I I watched that. I had a, I had a pretty good time, all all things considered. All right. Yeah. I guess, I guess the other thing is I got like a I got our Berserk update here. Ooh. Yeah, I've I've read through the uh, the eclipse and then like a little bit past that, you know, towards the stuff immediately after that where uh, where Guts is kind of getting back on his feet. Yeah, I saw you post about Guts's groovy metal hand. His groovy metal hand. Yeah, I must say, um, I am no, I am presently not on speaking terms with uh, Griffith, the former leader of the Band of the Hawk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, I've I've gone my separate ways with uh, with him and his ideals for now. I, uh, you know, I'm gonna need some time on that one. Um, yeah, gen- generally generally speaking, a good call at this point in the comic. Yeah, that's it's not an unpredictable reaction. I imagine you know I I I, th- I think to the comics credit, the feeling of betrayal that comes across is very real and very raw and like very striking i think that there is an extent uh uh, there is a sort of like lurid detail with which some of the shit that he does that is depicted that i'm not really going to condone here and is probably not necessary but like you know the 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 emotional content of uh that part is like it it really hit for me it was like oh god damn it i'm like like even knowing what was coming i had like bought in enough to really like let that land for me and let that hit for me and i was uh yeah because like because like you the reader want to like griffith so bad yeah it's like i'm i i'm, I'm sure maybe, maybe this time like now that i'm reading it he'll he won't do something <laughs> fucked up and awful <laughs> maybe for me <laughs> maybe for ruby's very special copy yeah yeah you know and so and so i'm I, you know i guess i don't really know what to expect at this point because this is like I'm sort of past the point where the like cultural perception of Berserk sort of tapers off because, I, I, as I understand, most adaptations of it just kind of like end around there. And so, I, you know, I'm I'm curious to see what it becomes. I'm like, I definitely expect to be like in a point of like so, so, sort of waiting for the comic to like recoalesce into like something I like again. But like, I'm I'm excited to go on that journey. I'm excited to see what's coming. Um, yeah, man, I'm so excited for you to get into it. Yeah, well, um, maybe, I guess like maybe next week I'll have more to say, but like. That's all, that's all the comic I've read for now, so... Right, right, right. And, like, the, the, there are some things that I want to say about it that I will, like, refrain because, like, I want... I, I want you to go into it without that those, like, expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. I guess, if, if that's all, do we want to get into our episodes for this week? Episode 57. He flies, he jumps, he lurks. Chief Toad appears. After checking to make sure Gamabunta doesn't have a tail, Naruto's super impressed with himself. Gamabunta doesn't appreciate the commotion, and nearly sends Naruto flying with a shout, and asks where Jiraiya is so he can kick his ass for summoning him in a spike chasm. Naruto corrects him, but Gamabunta laughs it off. Naruto doesn't appreciate the condescension, and starts barking orders, so Gamabunta just hops out of the cliff in protest. He flings Naruto off his back when he lands, saying even if Naruto was the one who summoned him, there's no way he'd follow orders from someone who falls off his back so easily. He turns to leave, and Naruto climbs back on, saying if staying on his back will earn his respect, then he'll stay on for the rest of the day. Gamabunta immediately starts trying to shake him off. Alright, yeah, so I am I am very relieved because we, we finished the last episode off by just going like, hey, Gamabunta fucking owns... And yeah. like you know, very very happy to report that I started up watching this episode, and like Gamabunta is immediately just a complete delight. Love I that love guy. Gamabunta so much. He's so much fun. Uh, like the the like it's just kind of a succession of like great bits when they're like down in the spike chasm. It's adorable that Naruto's first instinct, even after summoning the biggest thing he's ever fucking seen in his life, is to go like, "Okay, let's be absolutely sure this guy doesn't have a tail. This guy's got four legs. Okay, I'm good. I'm in the clear." <laughs> And in general, like I, I really like this. Uh, I, I, I really like how much farther the anime takes the scene in terms of like how much Naruto is just kind of like walking around and tumbling around and on like Gamabuta's back, and he's like hanging off his pipe and stuff. It's uh, it, it plays up the staging of the scene in a way that I think is really fun. Um, yeah, like it, it's it's just generally delightful. Um, other really great bits in here. Um, we get the reveal that Naruto still doesn't know Jiraiya's name. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he knows now. He knows now. So, like... If he was paying attention, which, you know... 
<laughs> I'll, I'll probably uh i i guess i guess when like i guess i, I don't know if in, in any of the other episodes this week if naruto like provably remembers Dryas name so maybe he doesn't really pick up on it but like he's been told at this point yeah we'll we'll see i also like gamabu to be like okay kid obviously you, you didn't summon me but i like your moxie you can join my fucking toad yakuza if you want <laughs> so good it's so good oh my god i love this man so much <laughs> he's so good uh, right like naruto's like getting kind of kind of angry about that he's like starting to pick a fight and come like kid you can't even fucking drink yet what, what, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you gonna fucking do <laughs> you can't you can't exchange sake cups with me i don't so it doesn't fucking matter to me that's all fake of course naruto is not, he's nothing if not committed in his uh his, his desire to pick a fight with this frog now or toad now so uh he's gonna and do that um i you know i gotta say um naruto has a really good uh, like track record for like barking orders at big scary monsters yeah it's like yeah i mean he's like this is like the second episode in a row for him right now he's really pulling it off yeah um like it really works out well for him yeah you know like eventually he's gonna have to learn like more uh more social skills but like right now his uh that, like he he has found the the environment in which his uh, ability to be sort of like brash and disrespectful is best suited, and that's great for him. Yeah, it's when it's funny and the opponent is much much bigger than you. Yeah, <laughs> the opponent is like knows that are like bigger and stronger than you to such an extent that they can just go like, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm charmed by Naruto because he can kick his ass. Yeah, because he can kick his ass. I was I wasn't doubting you. I didn't mean to sound like I was doubting you there. Um, yeah, no, no, no worries. I I know you know that I can kick his ass. Okay, as long as we're on the same page there, we are. Yeah, so so Gamabuchi like jumps out of the spike chasm at this point. He's like gonna go look for Dryya, and Dryya's just like, I'm out of here. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Fucking later. But like I, I do really like the cut of or the, like the I, I do really like the scene of uh you know Gam- like Gamabuchi like rocking up out of the, ca- uh, the chasm. There's like some. Like, 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 there's, like, a, a pretty solid, like, sense of the shape of, like, a big toad as he's flying through the air. Um, you get some, like, fun cartoony stuff of, like, Naruto desperately trying to hang on. Um, yeah, I was gonna say the, like, physicality of his fucking toad bot is so good when he jumps out of the air. Like, it's really... It's really good, right? And, like, that's definitely the peak, but I, I was, like, kind of surprised by how, like... For, for the most part, there's, like, some kind of awkward-looking cuts, but, like, for the most part, um, I think that you get a really good sense of, like... Gamabu does like a physical presence like i think his uh they tell that he's like a big guy and like he feels very present in all the scenes that he's in um and it, you know there's like a, a nice sense of weight a lot of the time i'm like i, I was really pleasantly surprised by that yeah naruto decides after being told that uh anybody who falls off Gamabu's back isn't good enough for him that he's just gonna he's gonna get up on there um this is like the big this is like the big point of like expanding out the episode this time um you know in in the manga naruto just uh like basically it faints immediately um once he gets to jump out of the chasm and then come just like all right i i respect this kid's moxie enough to like kind of kind of go along with this but here we get a whole bunch of uh naruto trying to like hang on to gamabunta like ultimately i'm fine with that because i'm just having a great time when they're both on screen like it's not the most uh substantial thing in the world but it's like fun because gamabunta rocks yeah it it, it, it rules because like like yeah, like you said, like I love both of these characters, and especially when they're, they're like interacting with each other, and it's just like I, I I think it's like a fairly like fun and like cute and like characterful thing for Gamabunta to just be like entertaining this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Dry, dry like per, like he's he's perched off in the distance. He's like sort of paying attention to this, but like in classic Dry fashion, we need to like we need we need to get Kakashi's dogs on screen to like keep, keep him reined in. <laughs> We can't call, we can't keep calling these girls Kakashi's dogs. Why not? Who's going to stop us? Fair. I'm just I'm just saying it sounds really bad if people don't have the context for for it. Well, maybe if you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Listen to the previous episode of our podcast. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it is a pretty good one. Do we want to move on to the next half of this episode? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Back at the village, Kankuro and Tamari are having a chat about the upcoming tournament. Kankuro mentions that Tamari could have easily become a Chunin if she had taken the test a year earlier. Tamari doesn't want to talk about it. 
and remembers Baki telling them that their purpose isn't to pass the tuning exam, but to take down the leaf village, and lays out the motivation for this plan. Gamabunta keeps trying to shake off Naruto, and Baki delivers the sound village's plans to the Kazakage. Naruto hangs on all the way to sunset. Not wanting to lose, Gamabunta finally stops playing around and shakes him off, but Naruto catches himself with a chain of shadow clones, celebrates, and then passes out from exhaustion. Gamabunta catches him and congratulates his effort just before Jiraiya tosses down the scroll Naruto signed as proof Naruto summoned him, but Gamabunta didn't have any doubts. Gamabunta delivers the unconscious Naruto to the hospital. So yeah, we, we get some stuff with the, with the, with the sand siblings here, and I feel like this is definitely where like the real meat of the episode. Like It is definitely like where the bulk of the notes that I took about this one are. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, first things first, I, I, I do like this little bit we get of, of like, uh, Conqueror and Tamari just kind of hanging out. Um, like, I, like I, I, I like Conqueror's being like, hey, you know, you're definitely good enough to be a cheer, and I'm sorry that this is the shit that you, uh, you got caught up in. Like you know, that's uh, it, it, it's like it's like kind of sweet in like the the way that Conqueror can be. And I also like that Conqueror is like, no, it's fine. I, I don't gotta watch Gara. He's not gonna cause any problems right now. Yeah, it's no, <laughs> Gara is fine. He's like Gar- totally, totally a normal boy. He's like he he is definitely just gonna just gonna chill all day and not cause any difficulties for anybody. Look, if there's one thing we know about our boy Gara is that he doesn't like causing problems. Yeah, then they, uh, we, we get the flashback to, um, to, to, like, Baki laying out, like, why they're, like, you know, attacking the, the Leaf Village, and, uh, this stuff is very interesting to me, right? Um, we get, uh, we get Baki explaining that the, the treaty with the Leaf is basically just, like, hugely disadvantageous to the Sand in, like, every way, right? Like, it's, uh... Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's fine for the nation, but, like, the Ninja Village is just kind of floundering because, like, oh, the... The leaf is just taking most of their jobs because, uh, like most of the missions, because um, you know they're, they're offering like lower rates, and uh, that you know the the the, the sand village is getting kind of like getting their their budget slashed. So it's like, uh, um, you know, it's it's a uh, it, it creates a very understandable environment for the sort of the sort of uh, or, hold on, it, it creates like a, an environment that it makes a lot of sense for like what what Baki is expressing here to rise from. Um, it's also like kind of interesting in terms of like, okay, right, the Leaf has these treaties with a bunch of other villages, and if they don't immediately know that the Sand is who's pissed off at them, they're probably all kind of like this. Oh yeah, the Leaf is doing this to fucking everybody. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Like everybody who is like close enough by to be like, yeah, we don't worry, we can, we can handle your shit. Is like, yeah, yeah, just uh, just send the missions our way. We'll do them, no problem. Don't worry about it. Um, don't worry about it. And look, don't e- don't even don't even mind that that means that we're sending uh, Leaf Shinobi into a lot of your territory a lot of the time. Just like, don't worry about it. We're here on good faith. Yeah, and so it it paints this like really fascinating conflict between like here's the Leaf as this sort of like soft encroaching power in all these other places versus like you know Baki and like the the Kazakage and people with them and the sort of like reactionary nationalism of like no we we need our like strong self-determining army to like make sure that our nation keeps existing we need to be able to like exist on that level um i i, I like kind of a nightmare I- ideology right but like it's very fascinating and i feel like it's actually like really grounded in terms of like what we've been told about the world in this scene yeah i mean like that is it, it is very easily to see like a nationalist like re- rhetoric like spread from like those exact events like it makes sense mm-hmm and like uh you know it's interesting yeah <laughs> and yeah so we also get Baki like looking at gardens like yeah this is why we need to make like super traumatized fucked up murder children like you uh because they're slashing your fucking budget we have no choice but to make you like super sad super fucked up and Gara's just like yeah okay fine yeah um, we we can't afford to pay 10 guys 10 normal guys to go do shit anymore we have to send one sicko so we gotta make more sickos. We gotta really, we gotta really get those 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 sicko engines going. Um, yeah, there's there's like an, another element to like what what Baki spells out here in terms of like yeah, um, like you know we, we we ninjas are like tools of conflict and like we need to like like we we need to be able to keep existing for ourselves right like the, ourselves right like the the system we're a part of needs to like perpetuate and. Uh, it, like to 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 Baki and to a lot of people like him it feels like very much like a like a, a direct threat. That like he you know he he wouldn't be able to be in the position he is right now anymore. 
Um, I think that's very interesting. Yeah, right? Like, if if we don't go to war, I'm going to get fired. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to go be a fucking farmer or something. I don't farmer's- know how to fucking do that. Farmer's going to be like a fucking wandering mercenary guy. I'm not going to have like a, like a house in the village to come back to. That's going to suck shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's, I mean, like, the, you know, there's like a very real sense of like, yeah, okay, we, we like, like these people who have been trained to be like weapons and not much else are like, oh shit, if we, if we don't have the job that lets us be weapons, it's going to be a, like a, a, like a, ba- a bad thing for us. We got to, you know, we, 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 we got to make sure that we are, we're still getting the funding to like, uh, keep making more child soldiers. Like, I, I, I think that the, the investment in perpetuating all of that, again, it feels very, uh. It feels very grounded within the world that's being presented to us. Yeah, it's totally believable. Um, and we, we also get like another scene later where uh, Baki is like meeting with the Kaz- the Kazakage, um, right? And he, mm-hmm. like this is like a little less. Um, I think this is like a little less meaty to me, but I think there's a few interesting things here. Like this one's mostly about like talking about the logistics of the invasion and the the Kazakagi is like reluctant to put too many soldiers in place because that would like draw attention from the relief like I, I kind of have to wonder if there's like an extent to which like yeah the, the Kazakage wants this to happen but also he's kind of trying to position stuff so like if the people who get caught up in this like get a uh, get killed he can just kind of kind of sever that off pretty cleanly he's kind of like yeah those were extremists or whatever and like hey I got rid of my like awful son that I hate like, this interaction especially does read a lot as, like, the Kazakage just being like, look, dude, you're on your own, because if you fuck up, it's not my problem. Yeah. Or, like, I, I don't doubt that the Kazakage wants this to succeed, but also, you know, he's kind of, he's playing, it seems like he might be playing both sides enough to, like, get out of this clean regardless of what happens. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes for him, but, uh... Yeah, right, because, like, if they fuck up and, like, the Leaf Village doesn't get destroyed or whatever, then the Leaf Village... Is going to be mad at them. Uh-huh. And that'll be bad. Apparently the Leaf Village is just this, like, huge military power out of nowhere. It, it, it is definitely, like, a weird thing of, like, uh, Orochimaru in, like, our previous set of episodes was, like, ah, uh, yeah, they're, like, they're like scaling back. They're, like, uh, you know, they're, like, military training. They're not, like, building up their army enough. And, like, also they're the guys who are, like, encroaching on everybody else's shit. It's, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. Um... But I'm, 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 like, bought into what's being presented to us here, for, for the most part. Uh, we get, and then I guess, yeah, we kind of circle back around to Naruto, right? Uh, we get, like, a great bit of, like, Naruto's like, yeah, that's right, it's almost sunset, and I've stayed on your back this whole time, and, you know, if, if I, if I keep, if I keep on your back until then, like, you have to, you have to, like, listen to me, and Gumbo's like, you literally just made that shit up, I can't believe you. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, okay, I'm done fucking around, and this shakes him off immediately. Yeah, uh, I love Gamabuta so much. He's a great guy. He just rocks. Okay. Naruto's got like enough chakra left, and his like used all his chakra state to make a bunch of shadow clones. Uh, don't worry about it too much. Um, I I do actually think the scene of like Naruto making a bunch of shadow clones, and, like pulling him up, is like uh, again, yeah, this, this is another thing that looks pretty good. Like I think there's like some really nice loose shapes on the clones, um, and the like little looping animation of like the the chain pulling them back up looks pretty good. Yep. Um, just just pretty solid stuff, uh, you know. That, that that resolves that pretty cleanly, right? Like you talked about in the, in the summary about how Gambo is like, yeah, okay, this kid's pretty cool and dry tosses up the stroll. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's basically that. Uh, Gambo is a king. Uh, takes him to takes him to the, the hospital, leaves a big fucking toad footprint, in the, like the concrete. What a cool fucking guy! What a cool fucking guy! I just I just love Gambo I want Gamabunta to be my dad. Yeah, that's that's respectable. I think if Gamabunta was my dad, I could do anything. I th- that's that's so right. You're so, you're so right right now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Did you have anything else you want to say about this episode? Uh, no. You ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. Episode fifty-eight. Hospital besieged. The evil hand revealed. Baki yells at Kankuro and Tamari for losing track of Gara, and Shikamaru hangs out with an unconscious Naruto at the hospital. Gara approaches the hospital in sicko mode, and Naruto awakes and freaks out about having been asleep for three days, and settles down only when it hits him how hungry he is. Lucky Shikamaru has a fruit basket Choji wasn't allowed to have. 
Sakura arrives with a new flower for Lee and finds the hospital lobby suspiciously empty. She signs herself in and we see Gara's shadow loom around, creepily. Sakura replaces Lee's old flower and Gara sneaks in after she leaves, coiling sand around an unconscious Lee. I think that I think is very funny at the start of this episode, especially in light of the previous episode, is like, Baki's like barging in on like Hakura Tamari and just like, hey, hey, where's Gara? And Hakura's like, oh, I, I just wasn't watching him. And like the last time we heard that Conqueror wasn't watching Gara was like three days ago. So I, I, so Conqueror has just been fucking sleeping on the job and he's like, yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. I bet Gara hasn't left that room once. Yeah, Gara totally doesn't like go out on the roof to kill people or like leave the house to like wander the streets to kill people or like go to the hospital on a whim to kill people. He's just sort of assuming that, like, if, if, if Gara was doing that, there would be a lot more corpses we were dealing with by now, so it's probably fine. Yeah, Conqueror's idea of watching Gara is, like, looking at the horizon for smoke. Right. <laughs> right. Like, he's like, because, like, if Gara is actually trying shit, Conqueror's not going to do anything. He's going to be like, oh, man, your vibes are so fucking weird. I'm getting out of here. But, like. So maybe this is on Baki. I don't know what Baki was expecting here. Yeah, right, like, what, what, what's Conqueror gonna do? Just fucking go like, uh, please, don't. No, you're gonna? Okay, bye. Okay, yeah, alright. I mean, like, I don't I don't like this. I want this on record that I think you're being kind of cringe right now, but I, like, got, I'm, I gotta go. Look, as your older brother, I gotta say, pretty cringe. Gara's just like, you're cringe. <laughs> what's cringe is how few murders you're doing. Yeah, you know, Sakura stops by Eno's flower shop again to get another flower for Rock Lee. Eno's, like, trying to, like, taunt Sakura about being, like, less efficiently straight for Sasuke than she is because there's just nothing for these girls right now. Um, this is pretty dire. It's... it's really bad. Like, it, it, it is it is frustrating both in the sense that, like, okay, like, we had their whole relationship and it's just kind of, like, collapsed down to, like, its least interesting version. And also, like... When, when Sakura's whole deal for so long has been like, oh, she's got, like, her, her like, inner Sakura that's, like, her, how, like, kind of, like, rowdy and rambunctious she actually is. It's, like, contrast by how, like, nice she needs to feel. It's, it's kind of annoying to, like, see how much of, like, Sakura's deal now is just sort of being shoehorned into, like, oh, she's being the nice and considerate one. And she's, like, actually just a, a nice sweet girl with nothing else going on. It's, it's a bummer. God, it would be so good if, like, Ina was the only person Sakura couldn't, like, hold herself back around. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> god, can you imagine if Sakura was just, like, a completely different person around Ina just because, like, fucking... Just, like, she didn't uh, know each other for so long, so it's like, why, why, why bother? You know. You know yeah. what's up with me. Yeah. I got right, nothing right. to prove. Right, and then, like, Eno could give her shit about, like, being all, like, nice and friendly around other people. Yeah. Right? Oh my uh, god, it would be so good. It'd be good! But no, we, we can't have good things here. And in this in this regard, anyway. There's plenty of stuff I like in these episodes. And in this episode, even. Just, just, uh... Not for Eno and Sakura, really. It, it's fine as long as we don't think about the girls. Yeah, Shikamaru is, like... He's, like, chilling in Naruto's room playing Shogi against himself. Uh... Um, there, there's a bit where like his uh, the, like the sand in his hourglass starts going weird, and he's like kind of confused about it. So we get this image of like like there's sort of sense like oh it, it, does sand just act weird around Gara? Is that the the inference we're, we're meant to make? Is it just all sand just kind of freaks out? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there is a really funny line in the dub around that. Yeah, when, when, when he's like addressing the uh, stopped hourglass, he's like, "Someone forget to wind this or something." Oh my god. I thought it was pretty good. It got me. Like it's a, it's very much like a dub line, but it's. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm charmed by these things. I get that. I mean, that's why you're the one watching the dub. Yeah. We we, we definitely uh, it, it's been kind of a for Shikamaru, but I guess he's decided that he's like basically cool with Naruto now. And like you know, I guess he sort of needs to be for like the rest of this episode to work the way it does. Yeah, but, sure. Know, he's like he. There's a part of me that kind of likes to think that, like, you know, half the reason he's here is that, like, he just he, he just knows he can, like, fucking play shogi against himself in peace, right? Like, nobody's going to come in here and ask if they want, and ask to play with him. And, like, if Naruto wakes up, Naruto doesn't care about playing shogi, so he's fine. He can just keep doing his shit. Yeah, and, like, there's got to be at least, like, a little bit 
that, like, Shikamaru just, like, cares about this kid, right? Because, like, they were schoolmates. Yeah. You know, and, like... I don't actually have a problem with it. Like, I, I know this is sort of the thing that, like, is gonna happen. Like, everybody just kind of becomes, like, cool with Naruto. And, like, we definitely get a lot of, like, backfilling of, like... Like, like later on, like, oh, yeah, actually... They, like, they were, like, basically kind of, like, shithead friends in, like, the Ninja Academy and some later stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like, like it, it does feel, like, a, li- a little jarring, given how recently... Um, like, you know, like, in the, the preliminary rounds, like, we have so much stuff, like, everybody in the room is just like, ah, oh, Naruto isn't shit. But, like, I I don't have a problem with them all coming around, and, like, I do ultimately, like, uh... Like, I, you know, I, I like when Naruto has friends, because I, I, I think that kid's great, and, you know, I think that, uh... Shikamaru is yeah. actually dynamic, because Naruto here is pretty fun. Yeah, like, it's good. I want to be friends with Naruto. Yeah, and you can also kick his ass. I could also kick his ass, which is why I want to be friends with him. <laughs> Do you wait? Hold on. Are you only friends with people you can kick the asses of? Well, not necessarily. There are lots okay. of reasons, but like okay. you know, that's one of them. Yeah, like if it w- if it would be a tough fight, I'd find him annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like either Naruto's got to like rein it in before he gets too much stronger, or he's got to like, uh... <laughs> or you you just got to like keep keep ahead of him. Yeah, or if he could kick my ass, I'd be like, all right, dude, uh, yeah, you got it, man. All right, yeah, that's fine. Well, I, 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 yeah, like I said, I do, I do actually, like, I do ultimately like the uh, scene of Shikamaru and Naruto in the hospital room. I like that Naruto wakes up and is immediately freaking out about when the tuning exams are. And, like, it, it is, like, just kind of con- continuously freaking out until he, like, remembers that he's hungry because he's been asleep for three days. Yeah, it's good. That's okay, it's good. It's, like, a, it's a fun bit. I think this is, like, another scene that, uh, that that does a lot to like um make the the presentation of it more dynamic than it was in the manga um naruto is like definitely moving around in this hospital bed more than more than he was in the manga version of this scene like he's he's just a, he's just a goofy energetic kid he's been he's been asleep for a long time he's ready to get up mad at him he's like kind of hungry but also his like the the extent to which he's hungry he's hungry is like immediately overpowered by like his ability to like do a prank so he'll like put that off for a while <laughs> i love naruto so much He's, he's great like right because like the, the the thing he's going to go do is like eat it in front of choji who can't have any right like mm-hmm. and that is such a thing i respect that so much <laughs> <laughs> all right like it, it is just like the the flavor of shithead mm-hmm. that i am always charmed by that makes sense I guess like the other thing is like throughout this episode up until this point we've had like occasional cuts to like outside of like these rooms where we just have like Gara's shadow like ominously extending through hallways and stuff. Um, like he he's just been like lurking around the hospital like basically all day it seems like. Uh, yeah. The uh, the the preview for this episode last time has like this has like this bit where like it's all narration by Jiraiya that makes it sound like Gara is just kind of like wandering around and killing people in the hospital and he's not really doing that but like. Okay, but like here's here's the thing, where, where were the people in the fucking lobby, right? Like, there. Okay, I mean, like when Sakura comes into the lobby, there's like a message like, "Hey, we all we all went out to lunch. Everybody who worked at works at this hospital went out to lunch," which seems like a bad idea to me. But like, I mean, maybe like Gara doesn't really strike me as the kind of guy to like write like a fake message that was like, "Yeah, these guys I killed are just at lunch." What was it? A message that said they're at the lunch, or was Sakura like, did they go out to lunch? I think I think there's like a message that she looks at that's like, "Hey, we're we're on a break." Okay, I I read that scene totally differently. Okay, I mean, may, may, maybe Gara just killed like a lot of like doctors and nurses and shit, and we just didn't see it. That's that's possible yeah. too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like so- Sakura arrives and like Gara keeps like ominously appearing behind her, sort of, and like but like is gone when she turns around. Um, it, it definitely kind of gives the impression that, like, Gara has been here looking for Rock Lee, but, like, is kind of lost, and so needs to follow somebody to his room. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> because, like, he's 12, he gets lost in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't blame him. He's not, he's not used to this hospital. I'm fucking 26, I'll get lost in a hospital. <laughs> they make those buildings confusing. Like they look, they look the same no matter where you go. Yeah, once uh, once we've established that like Gara is like you know going towards Rockley's room, we just get this like succession of like scenes where like every time anybody opens up a door, there's like this 
ominous music playing and like this terrible lingering is like the door opens without seeing who it is right like I... I i i like that a lot i like i like the tension of like not knowing which room they're gonna open the door up into right yeah um and, like who's gonna, who's gonna come in? Which, which, but like I think it's kind of funny because like when when Gara actually like shows up in Rockley's room, we don't see him like open up the door at all. He's just there. He just turns into sand and slides on under. Yeah, he doesn't need doors. It's fine. Who needs fucking doors? Anyway, um, I think that's what I have to say about this half of the episode. If we're uh, yeah, all right, let's move on. Shikamaru steps in and gets Gara with shadow possession, and Naruto socks him in the jaw hurting Shikamaru as well. Naruto demands to know what's going on, and Garu just straight up admits he was going to kill Lee. They have a little standoff, and Naruto can't help but brag about the fox sealed inside him. Gara uses this as an excuse to share his life story, and Naruto finally realizes how similar he and Gara are. Gara quits pretending the shadow possession makes him unable to use sand, and tries to murder Shikamaru and Naruto when Guy steps in and tells them to save it for the tournament. Something about Guy really ruins the mood for Gara, and he heads out saying he still intends to kill them. Yeah, so I, I do really love this bit where, like, you know, Naruto and Chikamaru, like, bust into the room, you know, Rock Lee's, like, here trying to kill... I mean, Gara's trying, here trying to kill Rock Lee. Um, and, and they're just like, hey, what the hell are you doing? And Gara's like, wait, is this not obvious to you? I'm, I'm here to murder. Like, was was my deal not clear by this point? I, I'm here to do a murder. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just very normal to him, and he doesn't get why, why Naruto and Chikamaru even need to ask <laughs> Which like fair? <laughs> yeah, it's really you probably, good. You probably could have guessed it. Did 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 you not see Lee's here? I'm gonna yeah. kill him. Yeah, you see all the, you see all the sand. You, you know what I do with this, right? Like, I mean, you know, maybe you weren't paying that close attention earlier when I almost crushed him with sand. But I'm like, I'm gonna do that the rest of the way now. Is is the ideal? So there's a so there's this guy in the forest with like an umbrella. <laughs> oh, I was so fucking awesome. I picked up his umbrella to like prevent his blood from raining on me. You should have been there. You should have it was been crazy. There. It, was, it was really cool. Sh- Shikamaru's got got a uh, got an idea of how to handle this. So he like leads and he's like, "Hey, you know, actually, back in the preliminaries, I didn't use all of my best techniques, and uh, this Naruto guy's really strong too." And Gar's just kind of like, "You know, I can do more murders, right? Like, I-, I don't have to just do one murder here in this hospital room. I'm like, I'm like pretty open. My schedule's wide open right now. I could do as many murders as I need to. <laughs> in fact, I cherish the opportunity." But it, it it is it is very bold of like Shikamaru to like think that he could come across as a guy who has more than one trick. <laughs> Extremely bold. Yeah. Like he does other things with that trick down the line, but like it's always yeah, it's, just it's yeah, always he's, just the one. He's got like the one jutsu, and like you know, Naruto is pretty strong, right? Like he's he's like a tough guy, but um, like he hasn't eaten in three days. Uh. He's like kind of on the right track. Like, yeah, but I've actually got like a big, tough, scary guy in me. So like, why don't you fuck fuck around and see what happens? But Gar, unfortunately for him, Gar's like, you know, actually me too. So like, uh, fuck off. Yeah, Gar's just like, oh, mood. Oh yeah, really? Huh? That's, that's that's great. Let me, let me tell you about like the fucked up scary guy I got in me. So something I noticed about this, mm-hmm. um, I, I I wonder if it like hasn't. If, like, the whole, like, Tailed Beasts thing, like, hasn't been, like, fully figured out. Oh, there is, like, no doubt in my mind that it hasn't been fully figured out, right? Like, 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 yeah. like I, I, because, because of the way that, like, everybody, like, like, because of the way that even people in, like, the Sand Village talk about, like, the thing that they did with Gara being, like, this special thing that they're doing because of extreme circumstances, and because of, like, 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 like they, they, they talk about the, the Sand Spirit that was stealing Gara as if it, like, used to be a person, yeah, um, like, like like this is this is like al- like almost certainly something that they just kind of like retconned later and just sort of smoothed over smoothed over for the purpose of having like a different sort of unified mythology of like big guys you like seal and babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 is just something that I picked up on. But I like this story more. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is definitely cool. If like, oh yeah, there's like different like weird shit going on that um that you can like seal into babies. Like, there's a like, like, there's, like, some very, like, um, definite differences in terms of, like, what, what like, the, the basic reality of what happened, right? Because, like, Naruto was, like, he, like, he had the fox killed in the map where he was born, like, kind of in a, in, like, emergency situation, and Gara had, like, the thing sealed in him, like, before he was born in terms of, like, 
trying to make like a fucked up super weapon child explicitly. Um, yeah. And it, it, it is definitely like a, a different texture that like, even if like the, the facts of that story remain true, like uh, just sort of like unifying these things into like a practice that all of the villages know about and like are engaging with on some level, it uh, definitely changes things. Yeah. Right. Cause it, it, I don't, yeah. Did you have more to say about that? No, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to get too much into it yet just because this is like, I don't, I, I don't know how much I like it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole yeah, time I mean, thing, but like you know, I guess I guess we'll like be paying attention to that. You know, when the we we get the like tailed beast lore and stuff, we can be like, hey, is, it, is this lame actually? Uh, you yeah, know, we'll we'll find out. We'll figure it out together. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and so then like Gara goes on to be like, ever since I was a little baby boy, I was fucking coddled, and like nothing was ever allowed to like cause me any troubles or anything. And then, when I was then, six, my dad the started... The incident happened. Right? Like, there was the incident. And, like, he just, like, leaves it there. And he waits for Naruto to ask what was up twice before he starts grinning like a sicko. And he was like, yeah, my dad tried to kill me a million fucking times. My dad has tried to kill me every fucking day. Yeah, and he's fucked up every time. As you can see, because I'm here. And, like, 600 assassins aren't... That's a hundred a year. Uh, I'm, so, I'm starting to think Gar's assassination attempts are the reason that the Sand Village is such yeah, he probably, It's probably not helping. It should have sent less guys at him. Yeah, just like chill, dude. Yeah, like like half half of our shinobi are on Gar assassination duty, um, and also they died. Yeah. Like just just like a, just send him off on dangerous missions on his own if you want to get rid of him that bad it's fine you know like if 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 he wins it's good for you if he dies like I guess that's also good for you just don't worry about it yeah just like I was gonna say just like send him to the leaf village and see what happens but that's kind of <laughs> what they're doing <laughs> yeah that's basically what they're doing it's like I, I guess they got the revenge they're like okay we've lost too many guys to this so it's just uh it's time to cut to cut this one loose and see where it goes um, um right, yeah I, so like. After, after like, so many assassination attempts, like, Gar realized that he's just like, you know what? My life's been about murder so far. Let's see what it's like from the other end. Oh, I like this better. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing this <laughs> and gonna... only this forever. Yeah, right, like, uh, it, it is, like, it is the exact kind of, like, a cartoon sicko murder child that I love. Um, like, it's very fun to me that he's, like... Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I didn't, I didn't really have a purpose in my life. Like, I, everybody just kind of stopped caring about me in any meaningful way. So I, I figured I'd just kind of find purpose in what I was doing. And what I was doing was killing a whole lot of fucking dudes. I decided it's awesome to kill dudes. It makes me happy. I feel great every day. <laughs> I love myself. I'm, ver- I'm very healthy and normal. Yeah, and then Naruto's just like, bro. <laughs> I, I love that this is, like, our first, like, moment of Naruto actually making the connection for himself. That, like, oh, this person's kind of like me. Like, oh, if I had, like, instead instead of, like, one guy who was nice to me, I had, like, 600 people who tried to kill me, I would probably be a sicko, too. Um, I, I like that, like, Naruto coming to this realization to himself for the first time isn't, like, this moment of, like, profound clarity and, like, figuring out how to reach, how to, like, reach out to somebody else. It's, like, just very scary to him. Yeah, because it is scary. It's scary to look in the face of somebody who's just like you, except like a huge murder sicko who could definitely kill your ass and wants to. Yeah, right. Like Naruto's gonna like figure out how to handle this a little better later. That's kind of like the arc his character goes on. But I love that like right now it's just like ah oh, fuck, oh god. Also, yeah, Shikamaru right. at this point just completely out of his depth in the conversation. Like half the time he has anything to say, it's just like, damn, it, it sounds like your life was bad, huh? Like it's like an own, and Gar's just like, yeah, that's right. I love killing people now, so it's fine. <laughs> well, okay, like d- d- doubling back to Naruto for a sec, I, I, I think, I, I think what, um, what really gets to me about this is that like the reason like Naruto is like having so much trouble and like backing off is that because he relates so much to Gara, mm-hmm. he can't like he doesn't have anything to fucking say to him, right? Like, he can't be like, yeah. well, well, in my life, you know, blah, 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 blah happened. <laughs> right. You know, like, I had I had a tough too, and I smiled, and I put it through. But, but he's just like, 
Dude, same. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, right. Like, because back in the in the Land of Wave stuff, right, when he, when he runs his Dinari, he's like, yeah, actually, my life's been really fucking bad, too. So why don't you think about that and, like, try, try to, like, move forward with a smile? And, like, Jar's like, oh, maybe he's got, like, worse than me, even? Ah, shit. Oh, God. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say to somebody who's had, like, a worse life than me. Yeah, and so, like, Gara's like, I love killing. Nothing's better than killing. I love killing. I'm gonna kill you two right now before I get to Lee. It's an appetizer. Ha ha. And then Guy steps in. And, Guy fucking and, shows up. And Gara's just like, fuck. <laughs> Guy is, like, such a fucking mood killer for him at this point. He's like, oh, I, I, I just don't feel good about murdering when this guy's around. I mean, Guy is also, like, threatening to, to like, fight him and beat him up at this point, I believe. So, like, that's not helping. You know, like, Kara knows that this guy's, like, probably pretty tough. But, yeah, uh, I mean, like, the... Okay, the dude that almost kicked my ass's dad is here. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, a bigger, cooler, stronger version of the dude that hit me for the first time in my whole life. Like, like even beyond the fucking, like, whole thing of, like, oh, shit, what does it mean when somebody is nice to somebody else? That's fucked up. Uh, it's just like, oh, I, I guess this guy could actually get me, huh? I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out. <laughs> I guess I'll fucking wait my turn to kill you at the turn of it. <laughs> And he will. He's a very good boy. He's very patient. He's very patient. Yeah. Let's let's all let's all give Gara like a round of applause. Let's all congratulate him for uh, for getting it through, getting through this this little really tough challenge in the hospital room. I'm really happy for him. I'm very proud of my son. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's about everything I have to say about this part of the episode, or mean this episode uh, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move, let's move on to the next one. Episode fifty nine. The final rounds. Rush to the battle arena. It's the night before the final test and everyone's celebrating, or getting prepared in their own way. Naruto's nerves didn't let him get any sleep, and the feudal lords start rolling into town. Naruto tries to keep himself from getting psyched out by Neji before the day even starts, and heads to the training field where he became a genin. He meets Hinata and asks if Neji is really as strong as he seems. Hinata says he is. But she's still sure that Naruto has what it takes to win. Naruto isn't sure about that and says he feels like a failure since he messes up all the time. Hinata points out how much she admires his ability to get back up and keep trying. Naruto feels better and heads out, but their goodbye is interrupted by the fireworks signaling the start of the tournament. Um, you know, but, but before we get to the, uh, um, the, the actual like, main thrust of the episode, which is like the day of the tournament, there's like a few scenes on the night before I want to talk about. The first is that mm-hmm. like I really like when Naruto goes to Ichiraku Ramen, and they're just like I like that. The, I like that these people like him. I like that they're like yeah, this kid's come to a shop every day. Like a lot of people seem to hate him, but he's good in our books. We're gonna give him like a nice big meal because uh, it is it, you know it's it's uh, it's a big day for him. Uh, we want to celebrate for him. Like it's, it's just sweet. It's really sweet, and I, and I love that the chef like doesn't even turn around to like look at him. Yeah, right. It's it's such a like I don't know how to handle this emotion right now. Like dad move to just yeah. be like just 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 fucking eat it. Uh, for real, like Naruto's got so many dads, and I think this guy's like real underrated Naruto's dad. He's like yeah. his champion. Um, I also think it's very funny to think about their perspective, where the last time Naruto was here, he was like tricked into paying for his own last meal and then he came back and he's like yeah i was in the hospital like i, I don't know how they're handling that information but it's uh... <laughs> i guess they're probably glad he's alive <laughs> yeah that's what this was really about it wasn't about the tournament at all it was like oh that guy seemed a lot like he was setting up to like throw you off a cliff or something so uh he did he did yeah you know the, the other scene I'm talk about, I want to talk about is that is the scene where uh shikamaru walks in on like his dad and choji's dad and Ino's dad um, yeah, which like you know, I, I I think it's kind of fun to see these guys. Except it's not very fun to see Shikaku, which is, who is Shikamaru's dad, because he seems like the fucking worst. <laughs> um, like 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 he he he's just kind of like talking to the other dads and like uh and uh, and he like basically unprompted says to or like I guess not completely unprompted, but like the, the dads are like talking about the their like the situations at their homes with their family and like. And, and, and like, Choji says, like, oh, it, it must be nice having a daughter. And then Chicago's like, actually, it must suck having a daughter, because women are awful. <laughs> like, it's just out of fucking nowhere. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, it runs in the family. Shikamaru does not like girls. <laughs> it's just, like, unbelievable how bad this guy comes off, right? Like, Shikamaru wanders into the restaurant, and Choji's dad is, like, way more excited to see him than his own dad is. Uh... God, and Shikaku fucking... doesn't fucking know that Shikamaru's in the finals. He's like, oh, what? That, that doesn't seem right. I mean, like, go for it, I guess. But, like, that, that's... that's. Are you sure? That seems fake. 
Yeah, like, wait, are you sure? We only have one trick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think it was going to take you a couple of years, you know? It's, like, it's weird, because I, I feel like when this guy shows up later, his thing isn't being a cartoonishly shitty dad, but he's terrible here. Yeah, he's awful. He's the fucking worst. I like Georgie's dad a lot. Uh, Georgie's dad is great. That guy seems like uh, that's, that guy seems like a great dad to have. He's just kind of like happy to be there. He's like, you know, he like he, he he's like happy to see his like friends' kids. Also, he's just like a he yeah. seems like a super warm guy. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know if you ever had like a friend whose like dad was like everybody's dad. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, like he's definitely one of those dads, and like I love those dads. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Shikamaru could be like really needs that in his life. <laughs> so good. You know, like, cuts to the next morning, Naruto can't fucking sleep, he's, like, wandering towards the, towards the arena, he, like, just manages to overhear a bunch of people going, like, oh yeah, I hear, I hear Neji's up first, he's gonna fucking, like, kill some asshole, like, I don't, I don't fucking know what's up, but he's gonna, like, kick the shit out of some kid. <laughs> and Naruto's like, oh, I, I, I can summon a frog, it'll be okay, but he's, like, clearly pretty dejected, it's, it's like, a, it's, like, a rough thing to hear when you, you didn't sleep last night. God, imagine a fucking, imagine a fucking normal-ass match. Uh-huh. And then fucking Gamabunta shows up. Fuck oh, yes. Gamabunta <laughs> just like obliterates Neji instantly. <laughs> just, just fucking picks him up with his tongue and just throws him straight out of the arena. Yeah. It was like, well shit, I, I guess I guess Naruto should be a shooter now because like that frog is uh, like that, that big toad alone is good enough, right? Yeah. Every, everyone there who knows shit about fuck is like, holy shit, is it's that like, fucking Gamabunta? <laughs> Oh god! Everyone's like, that, okay, maybe we should be preparing to make this kid a Hokage because, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know the last guy who summoned this guy, but it was a big deal. Yeah. Also, hey, it was that kid's dad. <laughs> it was that kid's dad. Also, uh, so like Naruto like runs into Hinata, and like every time we get a scene with Naruto and Hinata, I'm like wondering if we're like past the point where we have like the last scene with these characters that really works. But like this scene really works for me. I think it's like very sweet in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, totally. It is building off of what, like, was established as, like, the thing that Hinata liked about Naruto. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, like, progressing it to the point where she is conveying that to him. Yeah, and, like, I, I think it's very sweet that, like, Naruto, like, he, he's in this, like, kind of shaken state. And, like, you know, he, he knows that Hinata, he's, like, he's kind of aware that Hinata likes him and, like, thinks he's cool. But he's, like, hey, I, I need to be real with you. I'm actually kind of a fucking loser. Like, I, like I, I act really big all the time. But, like, I... I'm bad at a lot of shit. I don't really know what's up. I'm like, not just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, but like, you're, you're still out there. I think that's great, and it's it's just super sweet. Like, it, yeah, like it, it feels like a big thing for Naruto to actually be like open about the fact that he's like, you know, like he has his own doubts about himself. Like that's not something he expresses to very many people. And no, yeah, like I I definitely don't hate what these characters have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how long that's going to stay. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Like, maybe this is the last one, or maybe there's some, some more good stuff. I, I would be happy if there's some more good stuff, but, like, I, I definitely know on the horizon there is going to be a point where I'm less bought in. Yeah. I, I do also think it's fun that, like, Naruto is, like, leaving, and he like he's like, you know, Hinata, I always thought you kind of sucked, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. And I was like, but actually, maybe you're good? <laughs> like... Naruto is so bad at talking to girls that he just sort of leads in with like the like the meanest sounding thing he can say, but it's okay. He salvages a little bit. Yeah, it's okay to say mean things as long as you walk it back. It's okay. It's fine, right? Because because then the like minimum good thing you have to say about them. Okay, like, hold reads, on. Reads is a lot better. Now hold on. I don't. I don't really. I don't really endorse this sort of time. <laughs> No, it's horrible. It's like fucking that like shitty like pickup artist horse shit, right? right? But like Naruto isn't doing that. He's just an idiot. No, 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 no. he's just stupid. But like, <laughs> when you, when you do this shit on purpose, yeah, don't don't do this shit on purpose. All right, don't be taking notes. Like generally speaking, don't act like Naruto does in your day to day life. Yeah, <laughs> for like a lot of reasons, actually. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Um, you uh, you ready to move on? Yeah, sure. Naruto's running through the streets to make it to the arena when he's intercepted by Konohamaru, who says he knows a shortcut. Naruto goes with him only to find the way blocked. Not wanting to embarrass himself in front of Naruto, Konohamaru insists that there's another shortcut, and as Naruto hopped down a drain that takes him all the way to the hot springs outside of town, further from the arena than their starting point. Finally, 
Konohamaru leads Naruto to a bull belonging to a feudal lord. He says if he rides it, it'll run him straight to the arena super fast. Naruto is bucked off immediately, and the bulls start stampeding through town chasing after him. He eventually makes his way to the arena, and the bulls push him past the guards, saying it's too late to enter. Okay, yeah, so this, I, I've probably got less to say about the second half of this episode. Like, I mean, it, it is less than half of the episode. It's like the last eight minutes or whatever, if even that. Um, it's yeah. like a pretty light, like, here, here's the comedy hour. You know, Konohamaru's here. Um, he's, he's got, he's got like, his, his funny shortcuts that he's going to send Naruto on. It's just like a... Like this could be like a like a like a standalone comedic short thing about like Konohamaru trying to get Naruto anywhere like <laughs> for any reason. Um, it, it's like I mean again it, it is like still pretty fun because I think these are like fun characters. For, to me, uh, the, the the best bit is definitely when Konohamaru is like, "Hey, here's the fucking president's cow. Why don't you steal this shit? Because the president's got really good cows." <laughs> Yeah, he like just makes up. He just makes up horseshit about the cow to make it sound cool to ride. Yeah, but also like the fact that Konohamaru is like vaguely aware of like uh, the, the 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 feudal lord's like an important guy. Like basically only gets him as far as like oh, so his stuff is really good to steal. <laughs> like he, he could just be like you know if he's like careful, he can cause like a whole fucking incident. But like it's fine because it's like jokes, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm gonna break cover and go and, like, hang out with Konohamaru. Okay. Are you gonna- are you gonna cause some shit? Well, I mean, I just think it would be cool if Konohamaru had, like, a- had, like, a cooler, like, adult, like, mentor figure. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's not doing- not doing it for him, do you think? Everything's not good enough? No, are you kidding me? <laughs> that guy's dead at the bottom of a well somewhere. Yeah, Ebisu's a fucking corpse. I think the other thing that's, like, pretty funny to me about this episode is when Naruto gets, like, pushed into the big arena at the, like, like for, for the tuning exams, he's like, hey, there are all those cows following me, and everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no cows here. Those weren't in the manga, that's not real. Yeah, right, right, like, they just, like, didn't even bother, like... <laughs> they do not resolve it at all, they just, like, sort of hit the, like, barrier of, like, okay, we're adapting the manga again, so they, like, vanish. It's so funny. It's like Naruto like ran into a town in MMO while he was being chased by enemies, and like all the fucking like higher level guard NPCs just killed them instantly. <laughs> it's so good. Like, like not even, uh, not not even a like, eh, the guards got him. Yeah, it's just, it's just, just nothing. No acknowledgement of it at all. Just nothing. No acknowledge of. Shikamaru no. okay. has more important concerns. Like, hey, where's Dosu? Yeah, where's Dosu and Sasuke? Um, so I, so, okay, this guy that you thought was Gecko is here. Yeah. Um, is this his first appearance? Um, maybe? Because if it is, I have a theory. What's your theory? I think they started to draw Gecko and was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) That guy died. Wait a second, I just killed that guy like five chapters ago. Let me let me make him slightly different and say he's okay. a different guy. All right, he's got like a he's got like a like got like a stick in his mouth. <laughs> he's chewing on something all the time. All right, that's that's more this guy theory. All right, that's that's pretty good. Right, but he's even doing like the same like gecko shit. You you understand how I got so confused? I was like, wait, no, these, right, these aren't the same guy. Like it's it's a very easy mistake to make. Yeah. Or. 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 Okay. Gecko was supposed to do this, and they didn't want to worry any of the kids about Gecko not being here. So they got Gecko. <laughs> they got the most similar guy. <laughs> they got the most similar guy. The guy who shows up to birthday parties to play Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> do you think any of them noticed? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Uh. But, you know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you're fooled. <laughs> uh, like, I think Naruto probably didn't notice, and Gar doesn't care enough to notice. Everybody else, I guess, probably picked up on it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Also, okay, also, like, I'm imagining that um, Gekko was there and was, like, like, a little bit ago, like, the, the Hokage held, like, a meeting with, like, the feudal lords, and they were, like, going through, like, the, uh the, like, docket for, like, the tournament and stuff, and, like, Gecko was there, and, like, he, like, introduced himself and was like, yeah, I'm gonna be, like, 
doing the stuff, okay. so, it, so it might also be to trick the people in the stands. Yeah, don't worry, nobody died here recently. Yeah, no, don't sweat it. Don't worry, the most dangerous criminal in the world is not at large in our village. It's fine. It's fine. Just enjoy the show. Bunch of 12-year-olds are going to try and kill each other for your viewing pleasure. I, I gotta say, I'm really excited to see this. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I love it when kids fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, I've got good, do I have good news for you about Naruto? <laughs> Their arms are so short. Uh, do, do we have anything else here? Um, not really, no. All right, I, th- I think I think we're good then, right? Yeah, I think we're good. What are we watching next week? Next week, we are watching episodes 60, 61, and 62 of Naruto. Nice. Hey, if you want to see some fucking kids fight, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. We, up- we upload episodes up to a week early, so if you want to go ahead and listen to the next one, for just $3 a month, you get access to those early episodes. Uh, and for $5 a month, you get access to, like, uh, like bonus episodes. Like uh, like the secret one we're not talking about yet. You'll know, you'll, you'll know when you know. You'll know when you know. You'll know when you know. And um, if you want to see any of the images we talk about during the episode, you can check out our Twitter. That is at uh, Konoha Crush. All one word, Konoha Crush. Um, if you want to catch my streams, that is twitch.tv slash reziart, R-E-Z-I-A-R-T. That's about that. That's about that. I don't have shit to play again. Hey, you know what? I'm just on this podcast. Yeah, you'll get there. I believe in you. I'm going to be on another podcast soon, but that's going to be on the Patreon here, so like... Yeah, you'll know when you know. You'll know when you know. Hey, thanks for listening, and remember, there is no such thing as filler.